Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. I'm Dana, also known as Danamite781 on the socials. Welcome back to another episode of This Should Be in a Book. On the last episode, I told you guys that I was going to have my friend Bianca on and we were going to discuss mediocrity. So that's what we're going to be doing this week. Let's get to it. And so without further ado, I'm going to let Bianca introduce herself and then we'll jump right into the conversation. Hello, everybody. Um, My name is Bianca. Like Dana said, um, I am a native of Columbus, Georgia. Now I'm living in Douglasville, Georgia, which is a suburb in Atlanta. Um, I'm a University of Georgia grad. Um, I have a background in communications and marketing. Um, so I do some consulting work there, um, as well as working with um, some nonprofits and other businesses also. Um, so I'm just excited to be here speaking with Dana about um, kind of some views that we've had uh, over the past few weeks um, about life, about um, you know personal uh, development, career development, um, just uh, spirituality. Um, mental, emotional stability, so many different things. So I'm just glad to be here. Thank you. I'm so glad that you um, agreed to come on. I really enjoy our conversations because there's not really a lot of people that I talk to about things like this, just because a lot of people don't necessarily understand because the way that our society is set up, it's like this busy, busy, busy culture. Um, I'm going to get Brandon to insert a clip right here that just kind of like outlines the way I feel like Americans feel like life should be. So be Roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> How's it going? I'm so busy. I'm even busier. I'm actually the busiest. Between the new business I started, the current business that I have, and my passion project, I guess you could say I'm pretty busy. Yeah, I guess between working out with a personal trainer, starting my new YouTube channel, and grocery shopping for my vegan diet, I guess this is the busiest I've ever been in my entire life. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like this is really, really, really the way that our culture is set up. And I am not here for it. I mean, I think I don't even know if I used to be here for it. A lot of people have told me, I know you're busy. I know you're so busy. And it's not ever that I've been like super, super busy. It's just that like when they would ask me if I wanted to do stuff, I was unavailable during those times. Um, And so people just took that as being busy and then I feel like I've kind of prioritized like my me time and things like that and don't let people inviting me to do stuff interrupt that and people don't know what to do with that (laughs) Um, but anyway so just aside from aside from what I'm saying like what was it that I guess brought you to your ideology of like how you feel like life should be or first of all share what you feel like it should be and then how you got to it um oh so many different things um i've dabbled in so many different types of um spiritual bases career type things um so from the standpoint of mediocrity in the career space um let's start there um because i think spirituality is kind of um, a deeper aspect of everything. It might um, 
take a little longer. Um, But for the career aspect, um, I started in corporate America at, you know, 22, had my first job where I was making more than my parents. So my mindset was, oh, I'm going to climb the corporate ladder. I'm going to do this. Um, I spent so many late nights working, early mornings working, um, you know, having to go out of town and do certain business things and looking a certain way, speaking a certain way, um, being in certain groups and feeling like you had to be a certain way. And I got to a point where actually I know where the point was. I went to California. Um, It was my first time when I was maybe like 25 or 26 and I was visiting a friend and we went out to eat. And in the middle of the day, there was 20 year olds just relaxing you know they were chilling in the restaurant they were sitting outside in the um you know in the 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 common spaces they were on yachts they were on the beach and i'm like i I don't know what this kind of life is like i've never experienced that before so this life of leisure and luxury this type this life of being rich and relaxed and them actually speaking to me and saying, hey, you know, I either they inherited money or they own businesses or whatever. And I'm like, OK, well, maybe I I want to do that. I don't I no longer want to be in corporate America um, where I am on someone's time. I'm spending so much time ripping and running uh, to help somebody else's dream or, you know, not having enough time for myself. Um because I really was striving to be that executive in that C-suite. Um, and I'll never forget one of the executives one time said, you can have it all, but you can't have it all at once. Mm. And back then I thought, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like you can have it all, but you can't have it all at one time. And then as I continued to be in the rat race, I was like, why can't I have it all at one time? Like, why can't I have everything that I think I should all at once. And so when I exited corporate America and started to do um, more entrepreneurship type things, um, I realized that came with a whole set of other uh, stresses and (laughs) time commitments. And, you know, you're doing it for yourself, but you're still in the rat race. You're you're no longer working 40 hours a week. Now you're working 70. Um, and people don't really talk about that side. Yeah, you're working for yourself, but um, where's the time freedom? Where's the, um, you know, in order to have the financial freedom, you have to sacrifice the time freedom. And how long do you have to do that? So, you know, maybe about two years ago, um, really with the pandemic, I think a lot of people started thinking, you know, really refocusing themselves and saying, okay, does it have to be this way? You know, do I have to um, work as twice as hard to get half as much? Do I have to, um, you know, do any of this? And I've really started to say, okay, take a step back. What do you like to do? Do you have to have a monetary um, value based on these things, right? So everybody says, you know, we're on this hustle culture, right? We're on this sleep is for suckers. And I, you know, I follow these people and, you know, I love their, their, their content, but, but why, Mm -hmm. you know, um, 
why can't we live a relaxed life and still have it be fulfilled? Why does that have to be lazy? Why does that have to be um, looked down upon? Um, when there are people who are born in a certain status who have never worked or who may um, have things a little bit easier. So why is that not looked down on, you know, when you're trying to do the same thing? Um, so my mindset now um, has kind of been the state of mediocrity. And I don't mean it in the sense of like laziness or that I don't want to be great, right? But I see it in the sense of, I just want to exist. I want to be, I want to live, love, um, be happy, be at peace, be at jo have joy, um, and not have to feel like I have to always be pedaling for something. You know, when you look outside in nature, most things just exist. You know, they might be working in a community or they might be, you know, running from, you know, they might be prey at some point, but aside from that, they're just existing, you know? Um, and we as a human race, we don't do that. We feel like we have to, um, not to say you don't, you shouldn't have, you feel like you have purpose, but I feel like we already have purpose by being here. Um, and we put these monetary values based on our hobbies or based on these things when it doesn't have to be that way, in my opinion. These are just my opinions, of course. Um, so even in the sense of like black excellence, you know, as a woman, as a, you know, being black, um, there's always this, oh, we have to be of black excellence. And I look around me and I see people who are not excellent, <laughs> you know, and they are able to have more or do less and accomplish a certain title quicker or, you know, just all of these things that we have to struggle for. And we're taught this from a young age, like you need to be better. And honestly, I just want to have that medi mediocrity factor attached to me at, at sometimes, you know, where, you know, I can be lazy today and still somebody will say, you know what, we're still going to put her in this high status. Um, okay, well, maybe she didn't have all of these qualifications, but we're still going to, you know, give her the opportunity to do this. And I see that in a lot of, um, you know, spaces that I'm in where people don't have to go that extra mile in order to have an opportunity. And I just wonder, you know, I want to be a part of that. I want to have that existence for myself where I'm just okay being me. Um, I don't have to have all of these extra titles or um, monetary values attached to me. Yeah, I man, I agree with all of that I mean you said so many things and <laughs> I hate that so I've I've gotten to a place where I try to listen to what people are saying and not try to hold on to like questions or things that I'm thinking while they're talking so that I can actually be present with what they're saying but so many like questions and so many like talking points came up like when you were saying all of the things that you were saying because I just really I just really really 
the point is that I agree with everything that you said. I don't think that um, we should have to overproduce in order to, you know, live life fully in order to um, be accepted, in order to excel, in order to have financial freedom. That was one of the things that you said. Now that I'm saying that you were talking about sacrificing, um, you know, your time and things or whatever to get to your financial freedom. But it's like, how long do you have to do that for? Um, And I, I just don't I don't think that people take the time to really, really think about the value of life um, outside of money, <laughs> um, if you will, because I feel like that drives a lot of people's decision as far as what they're willing to do, how much of their life they're willing to give up um, just for a dollar. Right. And with the great resignation that's here um, or about to be here, whichever side of the spectrum you're on, um, I saw something on online where People were saying, you know, if people don't have jobs and they don't work, they're not going to do anything. They're just going to be lazy. And there were people chiming in like, no, people do the things they love. Like people create music, people, um, they write, people, um, you know, they garden. They think about all of the the artists um, who were not, not famous during their lifetime. They're famous now, you know, the painters, the musicians. Um, they they just love to do it. You know, they may not have been getting recognition during their time frame, but they love to create. And I don't think that society stops based upon money. Um, and th- not to say that money is not um, a tool that we can utilize and that it's not a good thing because, you know, I would love to be a multimillionaire, billionaire. Um, you know, if it were my way, I would love to have that if I have to continue living in this capitalistic society. Yeah. Um, on the other side of the spectrum, I honestly wish that we would just do away with it and just live a happy life. Um, so there's those are the two extremes for me where, you know, if I'm going to continue to live in this society, which I must for the time being, I would love to have a multi-millionaire status um but the way that we were created or i think that we were created is to just be um and we've created these types of um you know paradigms um and systems um that work but I, they don't they don't add in value i don't think um and it, it we constantly have to work through hoops in order to um, just survive, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and it, it, it just shouldn't be that, or in my opinion, it shouldn't be that way. Um, but I think that people will still create. I still think that people would, there would still be art. There's would, People would build things still. People would sew, people would make shoes. People would, you know, they would do all of those things that they just naturally like to do without having to have the concept of, oh, if I don't do this or make money from it, um, then what do I do next, you know? Yeah, I also think that the quality of things that are produced from people who create things, who build things, who write things or whatever would be so much more because there would be less pressure to feel like you have to produce it in order to, like you said, survive. Um, It would just really, really um, reestablish 
quality things like if you think about sometimes like how neighborhoods these days are like all of the houses that are built these like nowadays the front of the houses look pretty but all of the backs look like uh, slabs of plastic <laughs> uh, yeah. just thrown together and it's just because people aren't taking the time to create people aren't doing it because they love it people are just throwing it up because you know the more houses we can crank out the more money we can make right. or whatever just using that as an example or like if you you know people who have like contracts with like a, a record company or something like that and you signed a contract and you have to make seven albums in seven years and so you write trash and produce trash just because you're trying to get these seven albums out or whatever right. instead of taking your time and making quality timeless music right you're like a one you have one good hit per seven albums and that's right. just not that that's that's stupid and and things like money um is what we make it so yeah. um i was reading a book and i it, the name of the book escapes me um i would have to get come back to you but they were talking about just the different forms of money that we've had um over the the millennia right so we've had you know cowrie shells we've had um spices we there was even a time where in the u.s um tulips were a form of currency mm -hmm. and so when i was reading this book i was like tulips you know like I, tulips like you grow outside like you right. grow in your garden like you know the price of tulips were going up and that was the form of currency so we can shift this at any point we can decide today i mean look how crypto just one day up and became a thing nfts yeah. they just up it up and one day became a thing um so we could literally say tomorrow you know crayons are the new currency and it's all just perspective and it is all it's collective energy collective thought where we all are thinking okay um we've decided as one that this is a thing and um then it becomes so and I think that we have to think about it from different perspectives and mindsets of, okay, do we really, like we really could abolish <laughs> the system as a whole um, if we really started thinking about how even just laws are made um, or how countries are made um, based upon the population or the people. Um, but we don't think about it like that. We just go along with, with whatever is said. and. I stopped doing that. Um, I don't voice it as much. Um, you know, I'm kind of like you said, it, we're in our own little heads. Everyone doesn't quite understand um, the mindset shift. So I do, I read a lot. Um, I look up things, I, I watch things, even if it's a different perspective from mine, like I could read something and think, you know, that's totally ludicrous, that doesn't make any sense, but um, the perspective is still appreciated because it's coming from a different view that maybe one day I do start to subscribe to that, um, that thought frame. Um, so I just catalog it and say, okay, um, that's something that I'm maybe not ready to accept, but I'll look, look into it at a later date. Yeah. Um, so when I start talking about mediocrity or wanting to just be relaxed and not have to 
you know, climb the ladder of anything and, and be of this excellence. I'm already excellent. You're already excellent, right? Yes. You're already magnificent. You're already, um, you know, everything that you're going to be, you have inside of you. You may not be expressing it. And you may not be on the level of understanding that you're already that, but you have that already. So to continue to strive for something that you already are, it, it doesn't make sense. You already are that. You don't have to strive to be it. Um, society creates something around you that makes you think that you are lesser than. Um, and then, you know, I call it the Kanye effect. You have like the Kanye swag where he just thinks he's the greatest man alive. Mm-hmm. And we, we look at him and we look down on that because he has too much confidence, quote unquote. Right. And, you know, I admire that in a lot of ways because he's in his own head. He doesn't allow other things to kind of now we could say sometimes it might be delusional, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you know, um, to have that type of confidence and not allow anything around you to beat you down when you already know it doesn't matter what I do. I could create another album or not. I could, you know, have $10 million or not. You know, he's, He's declared that he's going to be a nomad for the next few years and he's going to sell all his possessions and just go living, you know, like his friendships are going to be the new currency. And that goes back to like the bartering system, you know, of having such a value in people where if you need something, um, you can borrow it from someone and you can exchange that. And, um, you know, I just... I just want to live in a society that doesn't place so much value on things and the prices of things are going up so much. Um, You know, every time we say, okay, look at the, look, look at your value, value yourself. Right. And so you say, um, I'm just using these as as examples. I don't want anybody to get onto me, but you know, the price of like nails used to be $30 or $40. Right listen now it costs right now it costs a hundred dollars to get your nails done your your nails and and toes done um or you know it used to cost my rent you know your rent goes up my rent went up two hundred dollars um and i've seen the people who have gone up four hundred dollars and i know the cost of living and those types of things have gone up and i understand economics i understand all of those things but like why, <laughs> right. you know? And also, um, even with that, like the every the price of everything is going up, but the price or the money that people are paying the workers ain't going up. Correct, correct, correct. And so you're seeing all of these things. And it's like, pay me what I'm worth. Um, but at the same time, it's just it's it's creating holes in pockets, right? So, um, I don't know. I just. I just have a different perspective on things lately as right. of late. Yeah, I get it. And I mean, I, I love like how you described and said that like mediocrity is not, you know, half doing stuff. It's just showing up as yourself and like really just allowing your existence 
to, like I said on this podcast that I recorded the other day, allowing your existence to be your purpose. And mm-hmm. like when, like whatever you produce, like uh, you were talking about Kanye with his friends and allowing his friends to be currency, because if you surround yourself with people who are great at different things, whatever you need is going to be, mm-hmm. you know, readily provided. Supplies, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, so like the, the point I've kind of like, like thought of like what you've been saying like over time but I think the moment that it started to click for me about just being able to show up in places and allowing things to flow to me with ease happened three times that I can remember two times was um maybe about three or four months ago I went to this restaurant um, one day and I was just talking to the person at the cash register. We were just chatting it up, you know, nothing, nothing fancy, nothing special or anything like that. I ordered like my food or whatever. And he just decided to give me a discount. It was like half off. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I mean, just because I was like, we were having conversation that day and he appreciated the conversation that we had. It wasn't like no flirtation or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if he likes women I have no idea (laughs) but I mean so it wasn't out of that it wasn't him trying to like get in my pants or nothing like that it was just because I showed up authentically as myself he showed up authentically as his self Mm -hmm. and whatever we discussed had enough value to make him decide to give me a discount on my food so um, I think I ended up paying like two dollars for like an entire Mm -hmm. meal that day Um, And then the next time was, which was probably like a week later, I went back to the same restaurant, completely different person at the register. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Like I showed up, we like had a discussion this time. It was a girl um, and she gave me my food for free just Mm -hmm. because I showed up. And so I was like, if I can show up just in places and say what I need to say, be who I need to be and get things that I'm not even asking for so freely, like why can't the rest of my life flow that way (laughs) and like just today I went to Starbucks and I pulled up I didn't know what I wanted because I had been ordering like the holiday drinks or whatever at Mm -hmm. Starbucks lately and now they don't have the holiday drinks anymore because it ain't the holidays Mm -hmm. um and so I um I pulled up to the drive-thru and I was like you know what I'm gonna come inside because I don't know what I want so I went inside and I was talking to the person at the register I was like I don't know what I want I was getting the holiday drinks and so I want something that's kind of along those lines but I don't know exactly what that is so like let's talk through this and like make up a drink for me or whatever and I told him I was like I'm usually a chai person but like what can we pair with that to make it fancy yeah and so like literally everybody that was working there, there was a line outside in the drive-thru there was nobody behind me inside but like every single person stopped what they were doing to like try to brainstorm and come up with a drink for me and so I'm like this is crazy like how this is happening and so the dude um that rang me up he was like you know what since we're just trying it out I'm not even gonna charge you for it and so I'm like I feel like this is how life is supposed to be right. we can just be able to show up and things first of all be become created for you yeah, according to like what you're needing and then you don't even have to necessarily pay for it it's just freely given to you and so like if I can if I can manifest that in something as simple as food why can't I manifest that with like other things that are like more major right and with the manifestation thing that kind of um, segues into the spiritual aspect of like thought frame um so the, the thing with the, the Starbucks is 
it, it seems small to us, right? Mm-hmm, it seems mm-hmm. small. So we can manifest things a lot quicker. Um, things that we don't really quote unquote care about, right? right. Um, and then the collective consciousness of everything, right? So we as a society have decided these things. So that energy, um, our frequency of that thing is vibrating on a certain wavelength, right? Yeah. So um, if it feels like it's hard to overcome, um, it's something that society has said, okay, well, that's hard to do, or we've made it hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so subconsciously, it's not as easy to manifest as a Starbucks drink right. uh, because that seems very easy. Um, I've manifested so many different things. And then there's been things where I'm like, oh, God, like, why is it taking so long for me to, <laughs> to get this? Or why is it taking me a little chip is taken off, but why not the whole thing? Mm-hmm. And it's just that, um, that programming, that conditioning of this is harder to do when it's really not. Um, when you talk about the manifestation of things, they say that, you know, manifesting a dollar is the same as manifesting a million dollars. But if I think a million dollars takes a long time to get to, um, then maybe I can only manifest a thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars. So I have to condition myself to get to that point. And um, little things I manifest so quickly. Um, larger things I tend to take a, you know a year two years three years and um, then you get into the whole thought frame of like time and time doesn't exist and that's like a whole nother conversation right. <laughs> but um, you know all of this stuff we've just been conditioned to think is harder to do mm-hmm. and it, w- it wouldn't be harder to do if we could just live at ease like you mentioned before and say okay you know this starbucks drink it means it means nothing right it mean it it brightens my day to give you um your your chai it brightens my day to give you this sweater that i made and just act out of pure love and pure joy instead of feeling like i have to get something back right. um whether that be um you know, reciprocated in any type of way. Um, doesn't have to be um, a monetary value, but just giving because I want to give. And we've gotten away from that as a, as a society where we feel like everything has to come with something. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't. No. You know, um, you can just love to do something and not want to give anything back. Like the flowers outside, they just get to us, right? The trees give to us, water gives to us. It doesn't expect anything in return and we take um, and not always honor it as well. So, it, but it just, it continues, the earth continues to give to us, not expecting much. And um, we are not conditioned to do that anymore. Yeah, which is really, really, really sad. I think it's really sad. Um, I mean, we have said so many things, and I'm, I'm, abs- I know people say this all the time about inviting people back on their like shows, but I really like we. I have to have you back on here so we can talk about other things like manifestation specifically, or um, like just more of the spiritual aspect of things. Um, I, I'm definitely going to have you back here. 
um, so that we can have some of our discussions that we have in private <laughs> um, on on here because I think a lot of this yeah, stuff is just things that people need to hear. Yeah, uh, I mean it's it's just stuff to make people think and and not settle for this life that people or this life that we've been sold (laughs) um and just do it you know like the life that i've been a person to where i'm like okay when i get this i'm going to feel like this when Mm -hmm. i have this i'm going to go do this and i've started to i'm not saying be frivolous with your money you know like don't spend don't overdraft right i'm <laughs> trying to do something but at the same time i'm like you know what i am going to go spend that extra 200 dollars to do this i am going to go do that to do that um to experience this right i am going to it, do it by yourself you know a, a lot of the times we feel like we have to go in groups or we have to have like a lot of people with us in order to do something or have it all planned out because i'm a planner but i started to to just do it you know to just be and to just do it yeah yeah those are literally or just being is literally like my life's motto my um business that i used to have called the whole core the tagline was inspiring people to be because that's literally like the point of this life for us to all be who we are that's it that's exactly. It. That's it. I, re- I wanted to um, that um, that post that you sent me um, with those like four options. I wanted to get into a discussion about that. Um, we can. Let's go for it. So um, you sent me this post that said you're given you're given these options to make income. You can only choose one. Which one are you choosing? Number one work from home but you still have a boss to report to you work eight hours a day five days a week and the pay is forty thousand dollars a year number two is you work from anywhere you don't have a boss you only need a laptop and wi-fi you work three to five hours a day four days a week and the pay is twenty five thousand dollars a year number three is you work at an office with your boss, eight to 10 hours a day, five to six days a week. The pay is $75,000 a year. Um, And then the last one, number four, you work for yourself, but you must go to your office or store six to seven days a week, 10 to 12 hours a day, but the pay is $100,000 a year. Which one you choosing? I already know, but tell everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) So, Can you repeat number two again? Because I think I did number two. Number two was work from anywhere with no boss. You only need a laptop and Wi-Fi, work three to five hours a day, four days a week, and the pay is $25,000 a year. Right. So I would choose number two um, because one of the things that um, people have been so focused on is the monetary value of things rather than the financial freedom, um, time freedom, mental freedom, emotional freedom. And to be able to travel anywhere, work from home, you can get a, you know, mediocre job that, like I said, it was paying $25,000. That doesn't seem like a lot, right? Mm -hmm. But that doesn't seem like a lot for the U.S. Um, You definitely can live off of that in another country, another space. living you know in a tiny home (laughs) you know traveling in your caravan or whatever Uh um 
and just enjoying life. Like I would love to just be by the beach all day. I would love to, um, you know, have a space where you're not worried about oh your next client or you're worried about your next project or you're worried about anything. $25,000 is not a lot. Um, but when it comes to mental time and emotional freedom, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, because with those other options, you're sacrificing yourself, you're sacrificing your health, you're sacrificing time with family, friends, with self, you're sacrificing um, mental and emotional stability, and you have no time mm-hmm. when you're working. You might be working for yourself, but as I mentioned before, you're working for yourself and you're working 80 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that to me is not like work-life balance and it's not the ideal situation. Um, and so when I saw that post and I said, oh, Dana's got to see this because <laughs> I kind of think I know what she would pick, but I'm looking at the comments and I'm not saying anybody's idea of what they view life as success is wrong because mm-hmm. that's what you view as success. That's yeah. what you feel is right for you. Mm-hmm. Um but for me, I, no, <laughs> I would rather if I could just get paid to hike and to ride horses and to read and to exercise and to eat and try new foods and just all of those things that we go to work to get money to do mm-hmm. <laughs> like that would be the ideal situation and it doesn't have to be because when, when you break it down um i forget what the numbers were but when you break it down um you're getting about two thousand dollars a month right mm-hmm. which you know if you're living in the in the u.s that's not You know, that's not a lot of money when you're talking rent and food and all that kind of stuff. But if you're living in Mexico or you're living in Costa Rica or you're living in, um, you know, someplace that has a low cost of living um, where you can still have a good quality of life, um, you can you can work from home. You can live a good life on that type of salary and still have your time Um, when you're only working two to four hours a day. And then the rest of your day, you could do anything. You could go get another job. You could, um, you know, just play. You could rest. You could do anything. Um, not to say that you would be lazy. You would just experience your life the way that you want to yeah. live. And it would still be a good quality of life. Yeah. Um, so, again, not to say that those other other options are wrong. They're just not what I see as success in my life right now right yeah I agree it's number two for me too for all of the same reasons that you said like um no $25,000 is not a whole lot of money um but with the other ones like most of the people like I put the poll in my Instagram stories and the there was an overwhelming amount of people (laughs) who chose number four over the rest of them, which number four was the $100,000 a year, because all people are seeing is that $100,000 a year, which also is not that much money, but you ain't got no time to spend the $100,000 a year because you're working all the time. You can't go on vacation. Like one of my friends, like she, uh, 
like broke it down to where she was like, I could have a three day vacation at some point if I wanted to. I was like, hell, because if you're if you have to be in your office or the space that you work for six to seven days a week, there's no way that you can do that. Um, And you're going to be exhausted (laughs) um, trying to work, you know, 10 to 12 hours a day after you come back from a three day vacation. If you somehow are able to get that, which I don't get how you can have a three day vacation if you're working six to seven days a week. Um, And then um, a couple of other people were like, um, if I create a space like at my home or whatever, which is where I work or whatever, I wouldn't mind doing that. But you can never go anywhere or do anything or see anything. And there's so much more to this world than our backyards. There's so much more to this world than the cities that we live in. And so giving yourself that time, that freedom, that emotional freedom that I mean, because you're not always exhausted or always feeling like you have to be at work when you're not at sleep, like literally the hundred thousand dollar a year option gives you time to maybe watch one TV show or eat dinner go to sleep wake up work like that's literally all you have time for and I feel like a lot of us are doing that right now (laughs) Um, and not making a hundred thousand dollars a year um, and so I think, I think what it is, is it's more of the same, more of the familiarity because it's what people are already doing just for less money. And so they're like, well, if I can do this and make more money, then I would be happier. But I doubt it. You won't even have a chance to enjoy, you know, what you've worked right. so hard for. Because what we really want is the passive income. You know, we want to have something where, you know, people that go into the entrepreneurial space, um, it's still, it's not passive income. You're you're the HR, you're the IT, you're the communications and marketing person, you're the um, customer service rep. You're, you're right. everything, right? Yeah. So when it when you talk about generational wealth and you talk about things that people are trying to get to, it's really that passive income of I'm making money in my sleep. Mm-hmm. And to get to that point, you might have to. Um, you know, continue to work the amount of hours that, you know, they say we have to work, but at the same time, you don't. (laughs) It's it's like that conundrum of like, I I have to do this because I'm here, but I don't have to do this. And a lot of people I think are coming into that realization of having a better quality of life, especially with the pandemic where people found that I can work from home. Why do you want me back in the office so bad? Mm -hmm. I can, it only takes me four hours to do my work. So why do you care if I'm, you know, if I went across town for an hour to do X, Y, Z, um, and I still, and the work still got done. So why do I have to, you know, be, in this position for 40 hours, you know, like everything is still getting done in a timely manner and it's done with excellence, right? Mm -hmm. So with the pandemic, a lot of people came to the realization that life can be a lot different. Um, And so now with people going back to work, they don't want those same things. They don't want to go back to a cubicle. They don't want to go back to the two hour commute, you know, hour one way and and an hour back. they don't want to do all of these things because they realize it's not necessary to do their their job and i just think a lot of people are waking up to having better experiences 
um, a better quality of life, um, doing things for themselves where, you know, everything is not just about work and money, um, where everything is not just even about other people, where you're you're waking up and living for other people, other people's dreams, other people's experiences. And you're saying to yourself, OK, you know what? I'm living my dream life because my dream life is I used to be a 5 a.m. person. I still am. But I tell people all the time, like, I want to be a 5 a.m. person or a 5 p.m. person, where if I wake up at 5, it's great, right? Mm -hmm. But if I wake up at 5 p.m., that's great, too. Right. And I have the luxury to do that. I don't have to be on a time schedule, um, on anyone's time schedule, even my own, where I can just say, okay, you know what, today was a good day. It wasn't a waste. When people say, oh, you slept in all day. That's not a waste. You're resting. You're resting your body. You're resting your mind. You're resting your eyes. Um, You're resting your spirit, you know? And all of those things are important. And it's not lazy to do that. And for you to say, okay, well, these two days, I don't want to do anything. And that be a success for you. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. One of the uh, things that I say, especially in like a lot of my yoga classes, is the rest is just as important as the work. Because if you're not properly rested when you're working, you're not going to have the energy to put into it. And so I just I think I think just valuing like like we've been saying the quality of life more than the output Um, is is really really where we want to go um like I said I'm gonna have you back on here to talk about some other things because this conversation is really good and I kind of hate to cut it off but I also don't want this to be like three hours long as our conversations (laughs) can be (laughs) I would be glad if you get a lot of you know feedback on I would love to be back on Um, I'm sure if anybody has any questions about what they would you know like us to discuss or like me to discuss um i know that you have some ideas as well but um you know i've kind of taken the extreme side of being a person who was all in on corporate or all in on one thing and now i'm just like i'm very nonchalant about a lot of things now and it surprises people where i'm not the girl boss anymore um i'm not the um, I'm just not those things. I'm a multifaceted woman. I'm a multifaceted person, but in different ways. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I'm looking forward to having more conversations about this. And if you guys, you know, ha- like she said, if y'all have any questions or have any other things that y'all want us to discuss, please let us know. And we absolutely will. Um, do you want to tell the people like where they can find you on social media? Like if they wanted to... Uh, you know, hit you up about, you know, some of the things that we've talked about? Um, yes. Um, you can find me on Instagram at a at artistic wisdom and you're gonna spell that A R T one S T I C underscore wisdom W I S D O M. Um if you can't find me and you follow Dana, just look through her her friends and see if you can find me. Um and then again I'm on Facebook. My name's Bianca, Bianca Hewling, H U L I N G. Um so if you wanted to friend me there, you could also find me um on that social platform. 
All right. And I'll make sure that I link her information in the show notes too, so that y'all will be able to find her easily. Um, I guess we're going to get out of here now. Uh, Is there anything else that you want to share before we go? No, I think that we've covered a lot. um, And if anything else comes up, we can have a separate discussion. Exactly. Well, thanks so much for being here. And I will talk to you later. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And for now, that's that on that. As always, I've really enjoyed spending time with you guys this week. I enjoyed my conversation with Bianca this week, and I really appreciate you guys for choosing to use your time to tune in to hear what we had to say. Before I go all the way, I do want to let you guys know that there was conversation after the conversation, and I will be sharing that in a bonus episode on next Friday. So look for that. Um, It should just pop up on your timelines because y'all are subscribed, right? If you're interested, you can follow me on Instagram at Danamite781. And Bianca left her information as well, but I'll share it here and in the show notes. You can follow her at Artistic Wisdom on Instagram. That is A-R-T, the number one, S-T-I-C underscore wisdom. I think I spelled that right. If I didn't, just look in the show notes. If you have questions, shareables, or would like to make show topic suggestions, you can DM me on Instagram or email me at thisshouldbeinabook at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can also show support by visiting the listener support link on my Instagram page or wherever you're listening right now and just make a financial donation. All proceeds go toward producing quality content for this show. In the paraphrased words of my friend Allie, nothing is required, but everything is absolutely appreciated. On that note, I'm going to let y'all get back to your lives. I don't claim to know it all, but I know what I know. And most of the time, we're all just out here trying to get it right. And we don't really know what the hell we'd be doing. We just cast our net, hope for the best, and live to tell about it. Thanks for listening to me and Bianca as we tell about it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. Dana Mite, 